0: On today's Smart 7, no room at the Inn for Asylum Seekers. Luke Skywalker's got a message for you and lots more. It's Thursday the thirtieth of March. It's National Doctor's Day. And happy birthday, Celine Dion. The Smart 7. It's new. As the government battles to get its Stop the Boat bill through the Commons, the topic of where to house asylum seekers and illegal migrants raised its head again on Wednesday. The new plan involves using barges, ferries and military bases to house thousands of asylum seekers in a bid to reduce the £6.8 million a day the government's spending on hotel accommodation. Immigration Minister Robert Jenrick had these comforting words for anyone seeking asylum in the UK. Accommodation for migrants should meet their essential living needs and nothing more because we cannot risk becoming a magnet for the millions of people who are displaced and seeking better economic prospects. Deputy Prime Minister Dominic Raab supports the proposal, saying that asylum seekers shouldn't expect luxury when they arrive here. And we've got to crush that business model that the gangsters rely on. And part of that is making sure that they don't realise and they know that there's not a plush hotel at taxpayers' expense at the end of that illegal journey. But Amnesty International Steve Valdez-Simmons says it's a terrible idea. The conditions of those places, their isolation, their uncertainty, suitability for long-term accommodation of traumatized people in many instances are manifest and have caused serious harm in the past when the government has turned to this sort of accommodation. Levels of satisfaction with the NHS has slumped to a new record low. Just 29% said they were satisfied with the NHS in 2022, according to a long-running British Social Attitudes Survey. That's seven percentage points down on last year and a whopping drop from the 2010 high of 70% satisfaction. It can hardly come as a surprise as cost cuttings led to long wait times, strikes and staff shortages. Ed Davey took some time away from the big yellow tractor he launched the Lib Dems campaign from to blame the government for the NHS disaster. I've never known the NHS in such a crisis in my time in in, in public service. Uh, And the government seem totally out of touch, aren't getting a grip of this. And the reality is people are suffering. This comes as costs for an NHS dentist, if you can find one, are about to go up. And NHS workers are fighting to be paid what they're worth or they'll be off somewhere that pays better. So what would Labour do to fix the whole situation? Well, Shadow Health Secretary West Streeting says it's... Well, it's complicated you can get around the table with someone and say we understand your argument about pay restoration it's not an inherently unreasonable one but it isn't reasonable to be able to deliver it overnight and so let's talk about what we can do now and what we might do in the in the short term and in the medium term to make things better for your working conditions and practices In a strange twist of events, Star Wars Legends lent his voice to an Air Raid app that alerts Ukrainians to incoming attacks. Mark Hamill, aka Luke Skywalker, warns of imminent Russian bombardment. Attention. Air Raid alert. Proceed to the nearest shelter. Don't be careless. Your overconfidence is your weakness. Meanwhile, President Zelensky has invited Xi Jinping to visit Ukraine following the Chinese leader's visit to Russia. She met with Putin in Moscow last week to celebrate a new chapter of Chinese-Russia friendship, something which US President Joe Biden says he doesn't take lightly. President Zelensky thinks it's time for the Chinese leaders to see what the situation's like on the ground, so he's extended his own invitation. Of course, I gave all the diplomatic and public and not public to President of China, and I want to speak with him. Would you invite him here to Ukraine? Oh yes, we are ready. We are ready to see him here. Northern Ireland has seen the terror threat level raised from substantial to severe, which means intelligence sources think an attacks highly likely. Northern Ireland Secretary Chris Heaton-Harris told the House of Commons the decision was made by MI5, independent of ministers. He blamed a small number of individuals who remained determined to use politically motivated violence. The rise in the terror threat levels raised questions about whether the lack of government in Northern Ireland will fuel instability. But the DUP Sammy Wilson doesn't seem to think so. He says the terror threat's nothing new. One has to remember. Remember that these periodic terrorist attacks occurred when the assembly was working, functioning fully, but we've had severe threats in the past. We've also had killings, attempted murders of policemen uh, while the assembly was sitting. Terrorists take opportunities. Still to come on the smart 7 arsenals, women head to the semi-finals and the new Wes Anderson trailer's just dropped. Right after this. Welcome back. Wednesday saw the second legs of the Women's Champions League quarterfinals get underway. Barcelona's women won 5-0 against Roma to go through, while Arsenal's women faced the mighty Bayern Munich women and were 1-0 down from the first leg. They had a record 20,000 crowd at the Emirates and the support really helped. The game finished 2-0 to Arsenal and they head to the Champions League semis for the first time in 10 years. Here's Manuela Zinsberger watching back the Frieda Manum goal after the game. It is! Unbelievable! Sorry if you haven't seen it. I guess it's on Twitter, no matter where, I just watch it. It's unbelievable. Freedom, Adam! Yeah, we work on the reaction, but as long as she's going Ben Affleck and Matt Damon have been friends who make films together for a long time, and they're at it again with their latest, called Air. It tells the tale of a game-changing partnership between a then-rookie Michael Jordan and Nike's fledgling basketball division, which revolutionised the world of sport and culture with the Air Jordan brand. Matt Damon plays Nike's resident basketball expert, Sonny Vaccaro, while Affleck plays Nike founder and CEO, Phil Knight. They've both been talking about why they wanted to make the film in the first place. I was trying to make a movie that... I wanted people to enjoy and go see and be successful. That was the kind of movie that we like to make and go see, which is uh, movies about where the performance and the writing and the stories and sort of generating empathy from the audience where they could laugh and be surprised and have fun. And hopefully it doesn't talk down to them, but it's it's still really entertaining. (laughs) Wes Anderson's new movie is crashing onto our screens, quite literally, after the trailer for Asteroid City dropped. It's got all the hallmarks of an Anderson classic, but it's a new venture into the extraterrestrial for the movie maker. Set in a 1950s fictional American desert town, it stars Scarlett Johansson, Tom Hanks, Margot Robbie and a host of other big names. The release date's in June, but you can catch the trailer right now. Some of our information about outer space may no longer be completely accurate. Anyway, there's still only nine planets in the solar system as far as we know, Billy. Except now there's an alien. What's happening now? I don't know. I don't like the way that guy looked at us. The alien. How did he look like we're it? doomed? Maybe we are. You've been listening to The Small 7. We'll be back tomorrow at 7 a.m. Hit that follow button and have a great day. Give us seven minutes and we'll give you the world.